The other day I asked my husband a question and he responded with, babe, just do you. And that really stuck with me because how many times in life, especially as women, are we more worried about what everyone else thinks of us, of what we're dressing like, how we do our hair, like whatever it is, we're more worried about other people than what we think of ourselves. And so this podcast is gonna be all about just doing you. Sounds good. So we are live and ready to go. So yes. So we just we just got to jump into it. Okay, so go ahead. We just finished. I'm um, recording last week's episode, um, and we it was already getting kind of long. I don't know how long it was, but we started talking about something, and I said, "Pause it. New episode." Right. So we're jumping right back into it. If you didn't hear um, episode two point one. Uh, what was that last 14 <laughs> 2.14 <laughs> last tuesday um if you haven't heard that episode yet go back and listen to it because it was like freaking fire but at the end we were talking about the old um adage of like behind every great man is a woman mm-hmm. but think about what i just said behind, behind yeah every great man is a woman mm-hmm I'm not behind you, honey. <laughs> I am not behind you. <laughs> no, you're not. You know, and we were also talking about like, you know, treating your husband like a king, treating your wife like a queen. And the difference between those being a king and a queen and behind every great man as a woman is huge. Here's the thing. Like I've seen a couple times, you know, in England where the and stuff and you see in movies and I've never seen the queen behind the king i've just never that's seen true it. they're always side by side side by side yeah and it's true because in a healthy relationship you're not a- ahead of me you're not in front of me i'm not behind you or yeah. vice versa i'm not in front of you i'm not ahead of you yeah. we're side by side so here's what happens when you put the <clears throat> when you put your wife behind you okay you make plans and then you go and tell her what's going to take place. Yeah, that'll go over real well with me. Yeah. <laughs> you um, you are growing leaps and bounds and she's not coming with you. Yeah. You're making decisions about the family and you're carrying those out and you're letting her know. Yeah. So basically you're, you're creating this uh, rift and a dictator type situation where it's not even a marriage. It's a, yeah. it's a master and servant relationship. Yeah. And that's not what marriage is meant to be. And then you probably got a weak woman who's allowing that. Yeah. So you're, you're sitting there complaining about your woman who's just not on the same level as you are when you don't even allow it to take place. Yeah. Cause you know, as a woman, if you're man, and this can be roles reversed as well. Like if you're constantly telling me what we're going to do, mm-hmm. if you're constantly leading and never asking for my input if you're constantly putting my thoughts and my feelings down, why would I even put myself out there and say, well, but what about this? Yeah. I would just never do it because I know what's going to happen. Exactly. And so you just, you need to build the relationship where you're side by side, you're king and queen, not behind every great man as a woman. Yeah. So how's how this plays out is is an amazing thing. And this is kind of what I wanted to talk about is, um, so what have we, we've been doing the past couple of days? Oh my gosh. We have been whiteboarding. 
like crazy. Whiteboarding. To the point that, I mean, how big is our whiteboard? Four foot by it's, it's five huge. foot? It's huge. It's not big enough. We're literally talking about going and buying another one that I think is four foot by seven foot because right. it's not big enough. We've been doing so much whiteboarding and yeah. planning our future. What are our goals? Let's break this goal down to weekly goals, to daily goals, like just yeah. planning so together. Together. So here's the problem. Men are, are saying, you know, their wives are not on the same page. And the problem comes is because we ourselves are writing the page and asking them to read it. That's and so then, good. and then as they read it, we're asking them to join our page. Yeah. And this happens through business. It's like business that create a mission statement and rules and regulations, and then they dictate it to their employees and how many employees yeah. buy in. Mm, yeah. Very few. Yeah. Screw you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we're doing this in our marriage. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, and one thing that we did um, last night <clears throat> is we've been whiteboarding like crazy for the last several days. And at the end of last night, we have all these plans. We have all these, you know, this is how we're going to get to these goals. And you always have to have a why. Mm -hmm. And it has to be a deep enough why to get you through the struggles and the difficult times. Yeah. And so as we're doing our why, we're both, we're just like, you know, just vomiting things, yeah. just spitting it out there. And so none of it makes sense, but it's like this and this and this and this, but it was a combination of both of us. It's not just you and why this, you want, or just me. What's crazy. Yeah. This is our why. It's a hundred percent ours. I want what you want and you want what I want. Yeah. And like total vice versa. Yeah. Before us, did you ever sit down and plan your life out? Never. Who does? There's so many people that don't like, and if they do, like we as men are thinking of all the things that we want, right? Mm -hmm. And we're, we're planning this out and then we go. And tell our wives. Yeah. This, what I'm talking about is something like far different. Yeah. Like actually sitting down and asking your wife, what does she want? How many times in the last yeah. couple of weeks I've been like, well, what do you want? Yeah. Like even with your business, it's like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want, yeah. woman? <laughs> and sometimes it's no annoying. I'm like, but what do you want too, honey? <laughs> but like when we were doing our why, it was like. Um, for, for some, for, with me, whenever I'm talking, I always start with you. What do you want? Mm -hmm. You know, or what do you think? And it's the same with you. You always start with me and that's because we have a healthy relationship. But as we're going through the whys, it was like, okay, why do you want this? Mm -hmm. And we wrote something and then, okay, well, what do you want? And then I would write something. And I mean, our list is really 50, 50. Mm-hmm. It's it not more than, it's not more of you. It's not more of me. It's like 50, 50. And it was like, when you would say something, it's like, yeah, I totally want that. Yeah. I totally want it. Yeah. I don't, I, so again, we're, we're complaining as men that our marriage ain't working. Right. And that we're not intimate like we should. 
and we're not a team and we're not unified. But when have we whiteboarded our life? Yeah. When have we whiteboarded our life? And the, the sad fact is, is that men sometimes do this alone, but they never sit down with their wife and actually ask them, what exactly do you want? So we like, so we did this in business and we made it abundantly clear and it's, um, what was the number up there? Two, 240, uh, 240, 240,000, right? I'm not looking at it. She's looking at it. So (laughs) I'm like two, there's a lot of twos up there. You want to bring in $240,000 a year and we want to establish that in six months. So within six months we would be on the track to get $240,000 a year. And when we put that out there, you know, I said, you know what though? Like when people hit their goals, sometimes they become stagnant and like, okay, I can breathe now. Yeah. I made it. I don't want that. And so I told you, I'm like, that's our goal. We have six months to make it, but I don't want to hit that goal. And you're like, the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I did. I'm like, what do you mean you don't want to hit that goal? Yeah. But my meaning behind it was if we hit $240,000, I don't want to be in a place where it's like, okay, <sighs> let's just take a moment and breathe. And we got this. I don't want that. I want to constantly be pushed. So when we hit $220,000 a year, let's create a new goal. Let's make it half a million. Yeah. Because if we get to a place where we feel like we can relax. That we arrived, that we reached it. What what do people yeah. do like when they uh, achieve a goal? They, they exhale, right? Yeah. It's like. They, it's like they, <sighs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want that constant drive because that's what drives me. It's not the destination. Yeah. It's the. Um, it's the path and it's the journey to get there that I'm thriving on. Yeah. I constantly want to do more. I hate being stagnant in life. Like there are days it's like, I just need a freaking break. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm not going to do anything today. I'm going to sit my ass on that couch. I'm going to watch TV all day. Uh How long does that last for me? Not very long. Maybe an hour. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm bored. I want to do something. I just can't do it. Yep. And so that's what it is for my goal. Okay. So a few minutes ago, you were talking about um, men and planning stuff out and then coming to their wife. And there was a point I wanted to hit. And it was women, if that's what your husband is doing, or men, if that's what your wife is doing, um, are you speaking up? Yeah. Are you using your voice? Okay. Hold up. I didn't even think about like women planning the whole life and submitting it to their husbands. Yeah. But that's yeah. gotta be like, yeah, maybe the man's a little pussy, and, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, yeah. And so it could be roles reversed, but are you using your voice? Are you saying that's a great plan? I want input on it. What if we did this or let me add to it or that's really cool. Here's my why's on I why I like this. Are you using your voice? Yeah. Because if you don't use your voice and you're constantly being run over, whose fault is it? Yeah. Maybe your husband is like, 
okay, this is what I want in life. This is how I want to do it. Maybe he's thinking she'll speak up and she'll add to it. I don't know. And then when you constantly don't, maybe he's thinking, maybe she doesn't care. Maybe she doesn't like this. Yeah. Because you're not using your voice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And talking about whiteboarding, like we literally whiteboard because we work typically Sunday to to Friday. Sunday to Thursday. Fridays are kind of our free day where it's like. We do our own stuff sometimes. It's all about just do you. It's all about be the king. Um, It's all about that. And I mean, let's be honest, we do a little bit of work on the weekends too, like on Saturdays, but our big, very structured is Sunday to Thursday. Um, but every single Sunday, first thing we do in the morning is we sit down and we whiteboard. What do we want for the week? Yeah. And we leave it up there and we have it for elite, you know, for our podcasting business. What do we need to do this week? Yeah. What do we want to accomplish? And we list it out. And we do that for Be the King and we do mm-hmm. it for Just Do You. And during the week as we accomplish stuff, we either check it off or we erase it. Mm-hmm. But we whiteboard every single Sunday. Yeah. We plan our life out. I don't think, uh, I think this is a missing ingredient in couples' lives. Like, is there a common target? Like there's, no, and I don't think there is, there's no question. Like if somebody asks you what you want and somebody asks me what we want, it's going to be, um, in unison. Yeah. It's going to be clear. Yeah. Um, and I think as men, we, there's nothing clear sometimes in marriages. Yeah. Like, is anything clearly spelled out? What do you want uh, today? What do you want uh, by the end of the week, what do you want by the end of the month? What do you want in yeah. three months? Yeah. Well, and I think so often, and I used to be this way, so I'm not bagging on anyone. I wasn't comfortable enough in myself that I could express that. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of was quiet. Yeah. But with my relationship with you, I had gone through a lot of counseling um, and spent a lot of time on self-improvement. So when we came in, like you came in the picture and we were together. I was learning how to use my voice. Mm-hmm. There are still times it's not very easy, but I don't think anybody can know that. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but I make myself. So, okay. Last night, for example, I, there was, um, something that I was really upset over. Um, and you were like, is she mad at me? Was I ignoring her? Like, what the heck? And because I get really quiet when you ignore me because it's a trigger. But um, we, like, that's what we were thinking. So we were going to go out on a date and you knew something was wrong, but you were really busy doing your work and you weren't ignoring me. But you were like, did I do something wrong? Mm-hmm. So we get ready to go on our date and I'm like, I need to talk about this situation with one of the kids before we leave because I don't want this hanging over me. I don't want to feel like this on our date. I want to go and have a good time. Yeah. And so you were like, okay, babe, you ready to go? I said, no, we need to talk first. Yeah. And it's because I know the consequences. I mean, that sounds like they're positive consequences. I know the consequences of saying, honey, we need to talk. Mm -hmm. This is how I'm feeling. 
Let's talk about it. And you had some great advice. And I felt so much better afterwards. And we had a great date night. Yeah. But it's because I used my voice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So my mind goes back to you, you know, how you work and then you, you relax and then you immediately, you know, want to get back into work and different stuff like that. But there, the key I think is building a hunger together that you as a couple crave and desire and are pursuing the same things. Yeah. Because I think the, the way to get anything in life is to crave it. Yeah. And what's crazy is that the world that we live in kind of takes away our hunger, you know, through sedations, mm-hmm. through addictions, through, you know, all this stuff. And it kind of fills our hunger in this other way. So we, we get this sense of satisfaction and contentment where if we develop a hunger together, like we are hungry. Yeah. Like if somebody goes, Hey, what's the key to success? Doing stuff together and being hungry. Yeah. Like you're passionately pursuing something, you crave and desire something, but you do it with with purpose. Yeah. And your why is firmly attached. So I, I'm in a little coaching thing and there was uh um the coach is like has to ask why five times to kind of get to the root. Yeah. Of what you really want something, you know, it's like, oh, I want an amazing business. Why? Um, so I can be financially secure. Well, why do you want to be financially secure? Like there's, it, it's deeper, 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 deeper than all that. Well, you know, like I saw that last night too, when uh-huh. we were asking what our why was, because we can say we want to make a quarter million dollars in a year. Why? Cool. If you have no plan behind it, if you don't have that desire, it's like, yeah, I want a quarter million dollars this year. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have that drive or that passion or that hunger for it, it will never, ever, ever happen. Never. And so like when we were going through our why, when we first started, I'm like, these are all materialistic answers. And I know, and I vocalized this to you, and I'm like, I know that you have to ask why five times before you get to your true why. And so as we're going, I'll read some of them. It was like overall health, physical health, medical insurance, braces for the kids, organic food, fitness, you know, for you karate. And then it was like providing for the kids and not worrying. Do the kids need new shoes? And we're like, well, do we have the money? Yeah. You know, vacations. Like these are all materialistic items. They're wise. They're part Mm -hmm. of the why we want to make money. We want to go on vacations with the kids to create the memories. Mm -hmm. I want to get my hair colored every single month because having my hair colored boosts my self-esteem because I have gray hair or -hmm. not my self-esteem, my confidence. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, even then, why do you want to build your confidence? Yeah. And then it was like (laughs) modeling the abundance mindset to the kids. This is a powerful why. Yeah. Like, okay, so you and go as you can see, the more we go, the, the deeper, deeper it, it gets. gets. Yeah. It's like, okay, we want a, a holistic health, like to yeah. be healthy. Why? I think we want it for the kids too. Yeah. Like, and so you, you go down and it's like, um, a profitable business for financial security. Why? Yeah. So we can model abundant mindset to our kids and leave a legacy. Yeah. Like. 
Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Deep stuff. Yeah. And you know, and then it got to like, just do you and be the king. And that's where our passion is. Yeah. I'm finding a deep passion for our podcasting business and I'm loving it. But my personal passion is just do you. Yeah. Helping women and all that this is about. That's my deep why. Yeah. But then it was just crazy. Like I'm looking at it and it's like giving kids the life that I wanted. That's a deep why. It's not. It's pretty deep. It's not the give them all the crap that they want. Spoil them. It's not that. It's time with us. It's vacations making memories. Connection. Connection. Let's go to the park. Let's go to the pool. Let's go to the whatever to build the connection. Yeah. And in doing this, it gives us the financial ability to be able to do that. And so it's just crazy. Like the more we asked why, yeah, it was the like, got, I think my last why was, was your Tim's three big whys. Yeah, no, even past that was eternity. So if you're a spiritual person, you know that there's some sort of life beyond this and you are going to look back on your life one day. Oh yeah. That was your last one. Yeah. And say, look at all the times I was a coward. That's not going to be me. Yeah. Like straight up from, you know, the last year on out, you know, I'm not going to now before that, I might look at it and say, Ooh, yeah, you there was a lot of that's too scary. You know what I mean? But from awareness and knowledge with my mind open and I'm able to see it's not going to look back and say, man, he was a pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and after you said that, it was like, for most of my life. I mean, it's only been since November that I have done things that I was just terrified to do. Mm-hmm. I was forced to, but I've learned so much in doing it. But prior to November of this past year of 2018, I lived life out of fear. If I make this choice, if I say this, if you do this, if I wear this, if I act like this, what are other people going to think? What are the consequences going to be? Mm-hmm. And I lived in a state of fear and uncertainty. Yeah. And if I were to have died and I looked back on my life, I'd be like, she was a freaking coward. Yeah. I don't want that. Right. And so like last night, it was like, next time something comes our way and it looks terrifying. If it looks uncertain, face it and just move the hell on. Yep. Like go straight head into it. You know, it's like being honest the amount of work that it's going to take to make two, you know, a quarter million dollars in a year is terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's like, who am I? Yeah. But when we made out our plan, it's like, damn. Certainty. I don't think it's going to take six months. We, I think we could be there in four months. Yeah. When we looked <laughs> at it and this is what, what people need in their marriage. Like, can you imagine like couples looking and planning their life out and, and doing like little action steps and just getting certain. Yeah. Getting certain. I think, I think women need to see their men certain. Yeah. It's sexy. It is so attractive. Like looking at you and it, it goes right along with that. Um, with my need to feel secure and safe. If you don't feel secure, if you don't feel safe, if you don't feel certain Mm -hmm. and confident in yourself, yeah. There's no way you're going to be the person who makes me feel safe. Exactly. 
you have to feel that way times where it's like i'm down in the pits right it's been not really that much in the last four or five months but uh down in the pit just like you know i'm just gonna drink yeah like and i'm just gonna carry it on till the next day it was a three three day binger yeah like what kind of confidence would that bring to you and i remember one of the last times you did it it was right after our life fell apart or fell together however you want to look at it i like (laughs) fell together better it fell apart for sure and we very quickly put it back together but you know your coping mechanism was you wanted to drink Mm -hmm. and i think after about a week i finally looked at you and it's like this shit needs to stop (laughs) and i vocalized it i used my voice and i'm like i'm going through this with you yeah. I am here. I am by your side. Yeah, I remember you're like, we got to do this sober. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, I need you here with me. Yeah. Yeah. When it's very like. And you didn't drink after that. Matter of fact. Yeah. I mean, there've been a few times, but it was like, I felt so alone in those moments. It was like, I can't carry all of us through. I can if I have to. Yeah. But you're a grown ass man and I don't want to <laughs> carry you through. Like, I need you here by my side helping me. Yeah. And when I realized that you were just going to keep going if I let you, I was like, you're done. You are. And I (laughs) like I was like, and I want to say I was I don't even I don't even know if we were face to face when this happened. I might not have been here, but whatever the situation was. I was like, you're done. You're not going to drink anymore. This is bullshit. You're a grown man. You're going to go through this sober with me because if I have to do this sober, <laughs> you have to do this sober. <laughs> and it, it's what you needed in the moment. Yeah, exactly. That's powerful stuff. I, I'm reminded of a, a, one of our good friends. He's like, when, when I shrink, I drink. And yeah. it's like when you start, you know, your vision just kind of closes in. And it just fine tune on the problem. And this is what was taking place with me. And then the problem gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you feel smaller and smaller. You start shrinking and you start drinking. (laughs) That's like such a good way to put it. Yeah. When I shrink, I drink. And I get it. I understand why. Yeah. But you have to get past those moments and just realize this isn't the end of it. Mm -hmm. This is the beginning. Like we thought... That November was our end. We were mm-hmm. done. Like, we didn't even have a freaking home. We were living in an Airbnb. And for a week, we lived in a hotel. Yeah. You know, like. It was actually like three hotels. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we were just <laughs> bouncing around to the cheapest one. Yeah. And it was just like, it felt like our life fell apart. Mm-hmm. But looking back now, especially like, because your back is to the whiteboard and I'm looking at you. So I'm staring at the whiteboard. Our life didn't fall apart. Our life was actually falling together. Yeah. It was painful. It was painful. It was like, like taking your life and then like putting it in one of those little freaking protein things and just like shaking it up. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, everything's like breaking apart. Everything, relationships, jobs, money, security, everything was breaking apart. So it can like piece itself back together. Yeah. It was like we had this, our life was this puzzle Yeah, and there were pieces in the wrong place all over the place. Mm-hmm. So we had to take it all apart and rebuild the puzzle. Yep. Painful. And now it's freaking painful as hell. Yeah. But it's put us where we need to be. 
powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. I don't have nothing else to say. That's good stuff. Yeah. So do you want to do a take home? Take home, take home, take home, take home. So it started out with uh, having your queen next to you and yes. actually whiteboarding your life. Now you don't have to have a whiteboard. It's kind of cool, but it is get cool. pad, pencil, sit down at the table and look each other in the eye and say, what do you want? Have the kids somewhere else when you do that. Yep. So you're what not distracted. You what do you want? And begin to, to plan your life, be on the same page and, uh, set milestones and just watch what happens. Yeah. And just make sure you have those step by step by step actions to get there. Mm -hmm. And before you get there, maybe change up your plans yeah. and so our, increase. our phone is like buzzing like crazy. Yeah. Your phone is going off. One of our first action steps for this plan. So we got to go. We do. <laughs> I just wanted to take a moment and thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have found any sort of value in these episodes, I would ask that you head over to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast. As always, I want to remind you to just do you.